Welcome to the Happy Lead Her podcast, a community for women in leadership roles who want to have real conversations around things like burnout, finding fulfillment, and how to lead yourself first. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I've worked in corporate and startups my entire career. I've learned that not only does it get lonely at the top, it can get quite toxic. Whether you work in corporate, a startup, or you're running your own business, the Happy Lead Her is a community for all of us women who are chasing our big dreams. You'll hear tips from wellness experts, badass entrepreneurs, and women just like you. If you've been looking for a community of women who are ready to take a bold action and support each other along the way, you're in the right place. Welcome to episode one of the Happy Lead Her podcast. I'm Lindsay, I'm your host, and I'm so excited that you're here because this is our first official episode as a show. I'd be lying if I didn't say I'm a little bit nervous, but at the end of the day, we're in this together. And this show is equally about you as it is about me. For me, I've been wanting to start this podcast for over a year now. I remember having a conversation with one of my mentors. We were sitting down at a coffee shop and she was starting a podcast. And I was like, I want to do that too. But at the time I was like, I want it to be about dating and relationships and kind of breaking that down. Well, a year later, it's completely different. It's not about dating or relationships at all, even though we might touch on relationships if that seems relevant. But I've just had it on my heart for about like four months now to start a podcast for women in leadership roles who have similar backgrounds as me, who's been through things that I have, whether that's in corporate, a startup, or even starting your own business, which is something that I did in February of this year. So I just wanted to foster this community where we can connect and we can talk about the hard things, celebrate the big things together, and also learn how to lead ourselves first, because that's definitely something that I didn't really learn how to do until recently. I didn't realize that it was so important to lead yourself before you lead a team, before you lead a company, before you start your own company. And so we're going to talk about things like burnout and supporting your mental health and your physical health, but we're also going to talk about things like starting a new routine as an adult or as a business leader, or, you know, the things like how to deal with stress in your life. Because when you're a leader, there is a lot of pressure. There's a lot on your plate, whether you're managing people or you're managing a whole department or a whole business. So we're going to break down those things. And like I said, we're also going to have fun because there's not really a resource out there for women in leadership roles who can just like celebrate each one of each other's victories or when we took a big step towards something that we were scared of. And so this is just going to be a community for all of us to come together and connect. So today is our first episode And I can't wait to dive in, but I just wanted to give you a little idea of what we're going to talk about. So first, I want to start with sharing a little bit of my story. I think once you hear that, you might realize, okay, now I get it. Now I get why she wanted to start a podcast about leadership and evolving as a female leader. But I also want to share my story because I know that there are women out there who have struggled with situations at work like I have, whether it's dealing with burnout, years of burnout even, or things like just how to manage the day-to-day when you're struggling in your personal life. And so I want to connect with you if that's you, but I also want to help women kind of 
not make the same mistakes that I did, or at least realize when there's things like red flags in a company that you join or a company that you're, you know, interviewing with. And so this will kind of be like a full circle support system for your career and your journey as a leader. And to touch on that a little bit, I also want to talk about who this podcast is for. I mean, at the end of the day, any woman could get something from this podcast, but I intentionally, like I said, I wanted to start this for women in business, in leadership roles who have climbed the ladder or who are climbing the ladder currently. And finally, I want to talk about like what to expect. What are we going to get from this show? Because I know when you start listening to a podcast and I do this too, it's like, is this for me? Can I see myself in this person? Are their stories going to relate to me? The people coming on the show, do I trust them? Do I want to learn from them? So we're going to break all of that down in this first episode. I'm going to give you a little bit of a sneak peek and it's going to be really fun. So thank you again for being here and let's get started. All right, so we're just going to jump on in and I have to be completely honest with you and just say that this is the part of the first episode that I've been dreading for weeks now, truly, because this is the part where I start sharing my story and I'm not going to share all of it today. This is a short episode and I want to ease into it, you know, get to know each other a little bit slowly, kind of like we're dating, but If you've ever been asked to share your story, whether it's your personal story or about your career, for me, I'm like, where do I start? Because I've worked in corporate and for startups for most of my career now, and that's like 12, 13 years of my career in corporate, but my career as a whole is about 15 years. This is starting in college. And when I'm asked to kind of go back and give like a little synopsis of my career, I think about my first big girl job. So think back, like your first big girl job, what was that? And for me, it was probably the dream scenario, truly. I started working for a magazine when I was in college and I started as an unpaid intern, but this was like the coolest internship ever. I started uh, getting to help host events. I started writing articles for the magazine. I got to start interviewing like local artists and local musicians. And I was like, this is the dream job. And right, I'm not getting paid, but like, this is the dream job. So even if this is all it is here, this is amazing. Well, fast forward a couple of years, I became the editor in chief of the magazine. And this was literally the dream job, like on paper, but I was starting to get paid and I got to travel. I got to produce fashion shows and I got to interview like real celebrities, like legit celebrities. And I'll break that down further in this show. Maybe in a few weeks, I'll start sprinkling some names in there, but also like it just was so fun. Like I had the time of my life and I was making money and I got this job pretty early on in my career but I was just so happy. If you look back at videos or you talk to my parents about like how in love with this job I was, it's just incredible. Like that was a start to my career. 
So little naive Lindsay, fast forward to about 25, 26. And that's when I was like, okay, so I, now I need like my next, my next job, like one that actually pays the rent and one that is like post-college and will help me kind of move forward in my career. So I started in marketing and I had some content SEO website experience from the magazine, but I started kind of at the bottom and had to climb my way back to the top. So I had these jobs where I got to learn more about complex marketing principles and it was, it was really fun for me, but it was very different. Like I was no longer on stage producing fashion shows. I was no longer traveling to Canada to review performances. Like it was very different, but I was very grateful. And I was like, okay, so this is a real job. Like it makes sense. This is what normal people do. And I started kind of climbing that corporate ladder and became a manager, became a director. And something that I learned and started seeing patterns of early on was like, oh, it gets gets pretty lonely as you're climbing the ladder, right? Like as you're starting to manage one team member and then five team members and then 10 team members, you're like, okay, so I'm doing more work and I'm managing more people, but I'm getting less support. And I have less accountability for some reason, like no one's really keeping me accountable, but I have all these tasks and all these goals and, you know, responsibilities. So started learning early on, like, yeah, it's, it's pretty lonely. I don't have a lot of support, but also I started seeing the patterns of toxicity. I started learning what burnout was. And I feel like that's a trending topic right now. Like, oh, burnout, let's avoid it. Let's heal from it. But at the time, it wasn't really talked about, but I definitely was experiencing it like for years where I was working 10, 12 hour days and I was exhausted. And the last few years for me is when I realized how big of an impact, a burnout, and the stress had on my life and on mental health. And the last couple of years of my full-time kind of corporate career, I started having daily panic attacks and sometimes a couple panic attacks a day. And so I was like, okay, so this is me. This is my fault, right? I need to go to therapy. I need to be put on medication. So I started going to weekly therapy and I started talking about what I was experiencing at work and through having the right therapist, which I think is really important, um, but also having conversations like with my parents and with my friends and my peers, I started realizing like this isn't normal. This is actually not how you should be treated in a leadership role, let alone at work at all, right? And I was dealing with things like, um, you know, my bosses kind of talking about me behind me back to my own team and not like, Oh, Lindsay's, you know, doing this. It was like breaking me down in front of my team members and they were so confused or things like forcing me to drive two hours in the snow in feet of snow in Colorado because I was in a leadership role when everyone else got to stay home, work from home. But if I wanted to be a director, I need to to drive in feet and feet of snow. And also things like, I don't know, getting in trouble for going to bed at 8 p.m. 
and not being available after 8 p.m. because I was sleeping. But as a leader, I should have been on call. I should have heard my phone go off. I should have heard the sound of getting an email. So things like that started happening. And if you've experienced situations like that, or maybe, you know, harder situations or just more burnout, you might be feeling like me where you're kind of like, okay, I'm a little bit triggered right now because maybe this is currently happening to you, or maybe this happened to you in the past and you kind of left that world behind. But at the end of the day, I realized that my peace and my happiness was no longer worth compromising for a paycheck. And that's a really hard topic. And even on social media and when I'm talking about it with other people, it's kind of controversial because it's like, well, but we need to get paid, right? We have to work for a living. I have to pay my bills. At the same time, my mental health was really bad where again, I was in weekly therapy, but it wasn't enough. I was having panic attacks on the way to therapy. I was trying to rush out the door from therapy to get back to my office so that I could work and I could be available again. So there were all these things happening. And again, the more and more I kind of talked about it, which is still hard for me to this day, obviously, the more I realized that this life just wasn't for me. And yes, of course, it could have been that company. Um, but honestly, I had experienced this at three or four companies. So for me, it wasn't just leave that company, go somewhere else. It was like leave corporate, leave startups, leave the full-time nine-to-five world. Because in reality, it was seven to seven for me, or it was six to eight for me, and I couldn't escape it. And so in December of last year, so not even a year ago, I decided that it was time for me to experience something new and it was time for me to take back my power. And so I gave 30 days notice right before Christmas from a job that again was pretty perfect on paper. And although that job, that company wasn't perfect, I think my biggest challenge was that I was continuing to get triggered by things that would happen. And so at the end of the day, it was my call to just say, I can't do this anymore because not only is it not good for me, but I can't show up in the way that I want to as a leader, as someone who's managing a team, as someone who's trying to scale a business. And so Yes, right before Christmas, which is the worst time of year to leave your job. I do not recommend it unless you absolutely have to. I quit and I leave it all. I left it all behind and I had no plan. I did not have a lot of savings. So I literally had to start applying for jobs right away. And if you've ever looked for a job in the middle of winter, the middle of Christmas season, you probably know that like offices close down and recruiters kind of, you know, don't book interviews for, you know, a couple of weeks through January. And so it was a really scary time for me. And the bills didn't stop. The need for money didn't stop, but the resource of it did. And so for me, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm trying to just find any job. And the jobs that I did get interviews for, I started to see those red flags again. I started to see those patterns of toxicity, even just talking to a recruiter or talking to a potential manager. And so I was like, 
okay, I cannot do that to myself again. I can't look for another job in six months or a year because I'm once again broken down. But I also knew that my mental health and my physical health could not take it again. I had to invest in myself. I had to invest in my health and I had to put myself first. So what I did was I started consulting. I started putting myself out there on all of these freelance websites, trying to find any clients. And then I realized after about one month of like finding a couple of clients, like I could do this. Actually, I could turn this into a business. And for me, that was really the next step. That was really kind of the perfect timing, the perfect situation to take that leap of faith and to invest in myself and to trust myself that I could start a business and go for it. And I do want to say that I don't think entrepreneurship is for everyone. I never thought it was for me, but that was just my path. That was truly like I had to disconnect from the full-time world, from the corporate world, and I was able to start getting clients, start making money again. And I will say like, it's been really stressful. It's not like, oh, just quit your job and start a company and you'll be fine. It's been really stressful. And I've had to continue getting support for my mental health, my physical health. But I also realized how important community is because again, working in a leadership role in corporate and in startups, It's kind of like very lonely, (laughs) even if you have 200 to 2000 people working for the company, or if you have like a small team of five or 10 people, it can get really lonely and you need a network of people who get it and who can support you um, and who you can kind of like get away from your job and the people at your job and connect with other people. So I think that's really important. But That's part of my story. And so much happened in between, you know, in between year one to year 15, working in corporate and in journalism. But for me, that all led me to this point now where I just have it on my heart to help women who felt or who currently feel desperate and hopeless and who are wondering what's next for them. Even the woman who's like, okay, I do like my job. I do make good money. My job is good on paper, but for some reason it's just not fulfilling to me. So that leads me to like, who is this show for? So again, like any woman could kind of get something from this show, but really the show is for women in leadership roles. And that's leadership if you're in corporate, like I was, if you're working at a startup, which you know that you wear all the hats when you work for a startup, or maybe you are a leader in your own business. You just started out like me and you're a solopreneur, or maybe you just hired your first person or you have a small team. You're a leader in each of those roles. And so for this show, I just see us coming together, connecting, working through those situations that we've dealt with all of this time. Even if you're like, it's my second year in corporate and holy cow, I get it now. This show is for you. And so the things that we're going to talk about are, like I mentioned, breaking down like what actually is burnout? How do you know if you're experiencing burnout? And how do you stop it? Because honestly, like, for me, it wasn't just a switch that I turned off. It was something that I had to heal through years of burnout. And also talking about like, how can you avoid burnout? Or can you? So that's something that I really want to break down. 
I also want to talk about like ways to lead ourselves. I've mentioned this a bit and I'm going to talk about it all the time because when you're a leader, whether you have just yourself on your team, five people, 10 people, it's really important to lead yourself first so that you can show up for your people, for your clients, for your team members, for your partner, right? At the end of the day, we're humans, we have personal lives. And so learning how to lead ourselves, whether that's through a routine, through mental health resources, physical wellness resources, finding a community, all this kind of toolkit for being the best leader that we can be. And so I'm so excited that you're here again. This is my first episode. I I just am so grateful that you've even stayed and listened to this end, but I'm grateful that you're on this journey with me because I'm tired of being alone, right? If you've worked in corporate, even if you're an entrepreneur and you have been for so long, you know how lonely it gets for us. And so my hope is that we get to connect and do all of this together, do life together, do business together. So my promise is just that, that we're in this together. And whether you're in Denver or California or Chicago or anywhere else in the world, you're in this with us, wherever you're listening from. And I want to hear from you. So if you send me a DM or you send me an email, or you write a review, I would love to hear the topics that you want to hear on the show, even the experts that you want to hear from. But I can't wait to continue this journey with you. I feel like a butterfly where I'm kind of like coming out of the cocoon and I'm like, okay, I shared my story a little bit. It feels more comfortable. But I think we're all in this together and we get to kind of become the women that we know we are. And accept that, but also celebrate these little moments of like, okay, I just did something scary, but I did it anyway. And so thank you again for being here. And I'm so excited to have your support and also support you on your journey. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Happy Lead Her podcast. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave it a review. I'd love to hear from you, answer your questions, and have the experts on the show that you'd love to hear from. Until next time.